welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Thank you very much. If you are watching this on the tubes, our producer, <laughs> Reva, is joining us. And this on is the pretty- tubes. On, on the, the tubes. On the tubes, right. And so this is pretty exciting because this has never happened before. She's on location. We're doing a bunch of work. That is awesome, and we're doing a lot of stuff, which is fun. And Reva has some truth bombs, I think, for Melanie this time. Oh, snap. So I'm Boom. super excited about this, and this is a conversation that we have been saving so we can get it on tape for you guys. That's so, right. Reeves, but first, what's up? let's introduce you, Reva, to the world yes. of us. Tell Hello. us about yourself. I am Reva. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I am a podcast producer, among some other things, but I've been working with you guys for... A little over a year now. You've been with us since the beginning, though. I have. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've been with us since the literal first episode we ever recorded. Ever, with ever. Corey. Well, no. It, less and less parrot. Less and less parrot in Seattle. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's awkward, right. Remember? Awkward yeah. interview. Yeah, that was that fun. That was a funky, <laughs> a funky interview. So we love Reva. She's been with us forever. We've known her for a super long time, and now we finally got we got our Reva. She always said, I need a Reva. <laughs> mm -hmm. So she's here in town, and we she had thoughts on the Encanto episode that you heard last week or the week before, whatever, whenever it came out. And she is going to bust us today on some of her thoughts. I think just bust you, which is kind of fun. So Maybe you. Uh, well, for some context. So I just want someone to bust me. So no. Just, someone so, be so mean back. For some context, and we've done shows about this. I thought, and I swore by, I thought it was an Enneagram 9. And this isn't just an Enneagram show. But an Enneagram 9, I listened to the song and like had a, you know, got all in my Cry feels fest. and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is finally explaining me. Oh, so important. Uh, kind of thing. But then Reva, so I, I scored like a nine, uh, four, and a seven. And uh, I scored higher on a four than I did nine. But the nine, I was like, oh, yeah, that's me and all this stuff. And Reva, you know, kind of, you know, back in the wings thinking about this. And she was like, Seth, we have something to talk about. And I was like, what? 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 I don't know. It was like another time when you were out here from St. Louis. She wasn't. And it way. was this thing. No, I was like, really, I was nervous. Yeah, well, I was here when I told oh, you Oh, it was at the boot camp thing, huh? Or maybe before that. Yeah. I don't know. That's I think it funny. might have been that week. Yeah. Oh, right. That's a funny thought. And she was like, Seth, I have something to talk to you about. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and then she said, I think you're a four. And part of me was like, what? That's what you were talking about? I was like so nervous. But then I got to thinking <laughs> about it and like studied it more and was like, She's right. She right. had this insight. And I just thought it was so cool, like psychological and all that stuff. That's so, funny because you're you just like witness. She edits our show. You do mm -hmm. a ton of stuff for us. So you see us all the time and watch us. And then you could get that outsider perspective of like, oh, they think this about themselves. I think they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is delightful. Which I'm about to do again. Yes. So <laughs> that was the setup. And um Well, first of all, let's talk about what your thoughts were on the original Encanto episode that we did. So apart from your reassessment. Did you, you said that you, we didn't talk, who was it that you said we didn't talk about? It wasn't Bruno. You didn't talk about Camillo. You didn't talk about the him. one that shapeshifts. Yeah. That one? No, not the boy. That's no, he's a boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess I think of the little one. Oh, not yeah. The, you didn't talk about him either. Yeah. Which I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I don't know at all how he would fit in. So I'm curious what you guys would say about him. I have no, I don't, <clears throat> I don't remember. What he did in the show. Really. He was with Mar Mirabelle. He was like her. Oh, like you'll you'll get your gift, Mirabelle. That didn't he say that or something like that? No, she said it to him because <laughs> he was worried that he wouldn't get his gift because she didn't get her gift. He I was am so super cold. My knees are like shaking. From I the feel heater. Like. <laughs> he was super supportive of her though too. Yeah. And he yeah uh -huh. he definitely was like 
it like it'll be it'll be okay your day will come kind oh of a thing. you know what so maybe this makes me think about he was the character that was not stressed out about things like oh what's my gift what's my gift so he was just he he was very good in being mindful and had a high sense of present moment awareness like hey you'll get yours and and i don't remember anything talking him talking about what is mine going to be? I'm not going to get mine or this mm. or that. And, th- and then of course it came to him. So it's like that thing. What I say before, sometimes the thing that we're holding on to the most in relationships or like sense of self or identity is exactly what we need to let go of to let the true self kind of come out. And he no seemed like he that. was just a, you have no thoughts. None, not, not I don't know one. if that's totally true. Agreed. I'm a therapist. Was, it's true. I remember the scene when they're like, under the bed. Under the bed. Yeah, and he's nervous. Yeah. And he's nervous because the last ceremony that there was was hers, Mirabelle's, where she didn't get a gift. So he's worried that he's not going to get a gift too. I think he was worried because it would let everybody down. He didn't care about the gift for himself. He was worried that it would let Abuela down. It would be like, a, it's like leaving your wedding on your wedding day kind of thing. It's like, well, I'm here. I have to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I honestly think he was in there for animals to be in the movie and make sense. (laughs) (laughs) We need a character that's little and has animals because she doesn't have an animal sidekick. It's a Disney movie. There has to be animals. Yeah, but she doesn't have an animal sidekick. It even makes fun of it. That's true. Because the bird starts to fly with her for a while and then it leaves. Yeah, that moment's awesome. (laughs) That is very funny. I was like, that is good. Because in Moana, he says to, you're a princess and you have an animal sidekick. That is a Disney trope to have a, yeah. Yep. So that was good. So I think that that's why he's in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's okay. my thing for Camilo or whoever. Which one? No, no Camilo's the one that shapeshifts, right? Yeah. So what's your thought on him? Oh, man. It's like, I feel like in a way that's kind of like similar to Enneagram 9 where like you kind of go with the flow Ooh. and like you kind of adjust to whoever you're around. Mm-hmm. Are you a 9? And have a hard time figuring out your own identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like. I'm going to like fit in with this person and kind of mirror them back to themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of Cause he like, only ever shapes. He only ever typically turns into who he's talking to. Yeah. Are you? Oh, nine? wow. That's good. I, no. Yeah, you are. I am, but I haven't tested for a long time. Right. So. <laughs> it might've tested positive. Um, <laughs> well, it's like COVID testing. I, I don't know. I had uh, a false positive last week. That but is now. interesting though. That concept, because, uh, I know a lot, I think my, a lot of people I know are nines and it is like, they're almost like chameleons. Camilo, that's Chameleon. literally what it is. Yes, <laughs> never even thought about it. That's oh, um, but like, like, like literally, I think that right. Yeah, just yeah. didn't even think about it. But uh, he reflects to them them like he's he just he becomes the old lady. He becomes the baby. He becomes yeah. the dad. In that so scene where they're like all running into the house, and he yeah. like goes up and like changes into them and gives them a high five. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a weird thought. Hey, interesting. So yeah. So. He is a nine, and I'm trying to think of a that a line from the the um, Sleeping at Last song, the nine mm-hmm. song, um, and it talks about like you you um, you find yourself through other people's eyes. Like I don't know myself, kind of I thing. So I have to be you to understand me. But is that really like understanding who I am? If I'm just trying to like go well, with whatever of, you're saying, like a lot of that in that song too is about like like. Um, living to other people's expectations of you mm-hmm. instead of having your own thoughts of who you are. It's like, who does this person think that I am? Right. I'm going right. to be that. Oh, That's yeah. funny because in in Encanto, I'm like, <clears throat> I don't even think of Camilo because I'm like, hey, he's not even anything. But <laughs> he's a nine. He's exactly. doing it like, and I'm, I'm like, So ah. I've been nothing to you and all this time until I d- you're not found a nine. out I was a You're four. a drama queen four. 
You're over there like you might as well drama queen. be dressed like Beyonce four. doing this all the time you're trying to get 44. me to look at you. <laughs> you're a four times four. I'm a seven. You're a four by four. You're a truck. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, okay, so there was Camilo. Was there anyone else that we didn't address before we talk about what I think we're both going to talk about? We're on the same wavelength about it. I, yeah, I think Although you we also haven't know. talked about it. Hmm. Did you guys talk about... Um, ah, shoot, back, I can't even so think of what her name is. Head. The one that <laughs> um, she hears everything. Uh, we did not, um, but we can. What is her I, name? I thought that we did. I was like, oh, she's she's very perceptive. The kid, my kids love her. What is her name? She's got a great voice, singing voice. She's like the secret keeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. She knows what's going on yeah. with everybody, but she isn't communicating it. Yes. Ah, oh, the secret keeper. So, I think so. This is in the, the family like systems role of stuff. I know a lot of things that my family doesn't know that I know. For sure. Because a family member has told me and says, don't tell anybody. One of yep. the secret keepers <laughs> in his family is a blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear this from me. I ain't one to gossip, but you didn't hear this from me. So, yeah, it, it, and I think I said this on the actual episode. There's like sometimes we go in and out of these certain roles, but there always seems to be like a central role that we kind of go back to, you know, like maybe that's um, also illustrative of, of the Enneagram, like I had some nine tendencies or some seven tendencies, but four is like the main kind of course. Like, okay. Well, well that's part of why you thought you were a nine, right? Yeah. Because you right. like related to a lot of different ones. A lot, like strong, right? But then after you said four, I looked more into that and then remembered like, oh, that was my highest score. And then really looking deeply into it, I'm like, whoa, holy crap kind of thing, right? So. Dolores. Dolores. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mulva. Wrong one. Wrong show. Mulva. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld episode Seinfeld. where the lady's name Seinfeld. rhymes with a part of the female anatomy. Female anatomy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dolores, because you're a pin Dolores. Oh, I have a question about that, by the way, but I guess that's totally for anatomy of sex. Yeah, which not would be this hilarious. episode. Okay. So, um, all right, Reva, <laughs> let's... Let's hear it, sister. What All do you right. what do you got? So is, Should is I it, guess it first though? Is, right. is it important to say that Melanie has historically identified as a seven? Does I that, can't hardly remember what a seven is. Melanie? The enthusiast. Oh, you the, didn't know? The enthusiast. Then yes, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. The enthusiast, like you have a thousand ideas, you do this, you're like, Yes, I'll do anything and whatever. That should be on, it's very much related. When you go get Botox, that should be like, what number on the Enneagram are you? Because if you're a seven, your eyebrows are up all the time. So you should yeah. get like a discount. You should get a Botox discount. There's a map of your face forehead. correlated to your Enneagram number. Oh yeah. Number seven. <laughs> oh, you're a When frowner, I was getting Botox a, yesterday, the lady's like, Okay, raise your eyebrows. And and I'm laying and I raise my eyebrows. She goes, Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, mm, rude. Bad. It was very funny. We had a good laugh at it. Okay, Can Reba. I say what I think you're going to say, though? No, uh, that'll spoil it. No, it won't. I think we're already on the same page about it. Okay. Then you say it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. Here's, I want to back up because I think I said I was Louisa, didn't I? You did say that. In my marriage, I think and I'm I Louisa. Think, I think a lot of people relate to Louisa and a lot of people will think, Oh, I'm Louisa. I'm Louisa. Right. And I, is I she got, the strong one? Yes. The more that I thought about what you hinted at, I was like, why would I feel like Louisa? Because I think that what you were going to say is I'm Mirabelle. Is that right? 
That is 100% right. Okay, right. And now and now that gives us a whole framework to talk about Mirabelle because I realized... Mirabelle was the main character, Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. And as a human with a negativity bias, I was looking mm. at all the maladaptive things of each character primarily in, in the verse, ah. first version of this. We weren't looking for what was positive about it. We ah, called Mirabelle the yeah. black sheep, right? Yeah, I disagreed with the that. The canary in the coal mine. Because, yeah, and I couldn't figure out... Whatever. We Yeah, we definitely need to talk about that. <laughs> but in my marriage... Steven is behind us. He's our videographer. You can vouch for this too. In my marriage, I feel like Louisa. I feel like no one else is doing anything. I'm up mm -hmm. at 11 sweeping the dirt out of the garage. So that's how I feel. But in my marriage, but in but my... But does Seth also feel like that in his marriage? Yes. No, you don't. I think I, I think said it does. on the I said it on the show. <laughs> Why would you does. feel like that? Because I carry all the weight in very specific things. And so do you. And duh, it's not like a newsflash. Like, I am better at a lot of things than you are in the marriage, in life, in whatever. Oh, imagine this. You're better at other stuff too. Reva's better than other stuff, right? So if I'm the only one that takes care of the mortgage or the refinances or all the bills right. or like negotiating, buying a property or getting credit cards and making sure, that's fine. It's like all the stuff is on me. However, if I didn't say anything about it and I was just over here like silently suffering then that's where the problems come in. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think Louisa was doing that because she maybe didn't have a growth mindset and maybe she didn't listen to this podcast and so she wasn't introduced <laughs> to the appropriate tools needed. <laughs> she didn't know, right? And right. so many people, me included, we don't know what to do, right? We're just kind of right. like, you know, sit over there silently suffering like, man, this is a lot. Well, we can be empowered to actually say something, mm -hmm. you know, and oftentimes like, Louisa, how, how did she uh, say that to the world, like in the movie? She was crying and it was very um, an emotional right. scene, right? It yeah. was like a lot of energy behind it, which that oftentimes happens with you, with me, with everybody, right? So, okay, why don't we like, um, I used to do this with my therapy kids, you know, like shake up a bottle of Dr. Pepper, open it slowly rather than shake it up and, and right. it just spews everywhere kind of thing. So it's like the 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 systematically... And regularly, regularly, no, you gotta just keep going. <laughs> uh, letting off that steam. Say what you want. Say what you mean. Conflict avoided right. is conflict multiplied, kind of thing. So right. it's like, okay, you're Louisa. I'm Louisa. We're not gonna get in a fight about it. I do all this stuff and don't get appreciation. Talk about it. Like, hey, like the repeat after me thing. Right. You know, hey, repeat after me. Thank you for you know paying all the bills and doing this stuff. Let me or cleaning I'm the dog crap. put a pin in that because I have one additional sort of varied thought on that. Is that. Should I look at the camera and not you all the time? Uh, yeah, I'll look the at the side camera. Of my face. Uh, but Most people listen. It's okay. Right. Okay. I know, right? I think of it like this, that I feel like Louis, I feel like a workhorse, like an actual, I'm the one cleaning and scrubbing and bathing children and sweeping up the floor. Like, I'm not talking about- bathe children. They just have stinky feet. <laughs> you're going to hit me? I'm not going to hit you. My microphone. That was funny. You literally blocked yourself. I thought yourself. you were going to take a bow I wasn't going to take a bow you with the microphone. <laughs> tap, tap oh, it. Oh, that would hurt. <laughs> it's kind of fuzz. But no, I was meaning more from a, Doesn't like matter. literally I work really, really hard physically all the time. Ah. In my mind, you're abuela. You're just a snatchy old lady in the top. I work smarter, <laughs> not harder. <laughs> anyway, Mentally. that's not the but So that was my thought on Louisa and all of that jazz. And mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting that I almost divided it into two categories. But the Mirabelle side, tell yeah. me your stuff that yeah, you thought in. we didn't touch on. Okay, so the Mirabelle thing, I actually saw a TikTok about it <laughs> and I was like, mind blown, now I understand Melanie. Ah! 
<laughs> nice. So Tell me why? more about like, that. Yeah, so, what was it? No, don't talk. What was it? Okay, so it's like what they talked about on there that made so much sense was how like, especially that very first song, you know, uh-huh. where like it's basically the character introduction song. Mm-hmm. So they're going through and like, there's all these like te- kids from the town following her around and she's like saying all these awesome things about everyone. Mm-hmm. Hello, that's what you do all the time. Oh. Okay. That's really So funny. like a, you're, you're, you're trying to, you're, you're the, the seven, the enthusiast. Right. You're, enthousi- yep, that you're enthusiastic about like Reva's zone of genius or her or the like. the shape of great- her legs. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it yesterday. Look at how good you look at the pants. Okay. So you're very, okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Reva. Cause I have some ideas too, but. Yeah, so it's like you're you see how everyone else is awesome, and you really like celebrate that, and you talk about it all the time about how awesome all these people are with like all these different things and like specific things about them that's so awesome. Right. But you don't necessarily know that about you. I don't have a door. You don't have a door. (laughs) No, really, you don't have right. Oh, this is you don't have a door. That's a weird thought. But But you have thought. But you have thought you had a door. Right. And the fact that you're snatchy and <laughs> I didn't know we were going there. That was a really cute so laugh. fast. Uh snatchy, sarcastic, zappy. You get to people. Remember, we've talked about this a lot. You get to people before they can get to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. So yes. it's like that's that's the defense you put up because maybe you don't see those great qualities in yourself. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. So it's a That a part failure. of what you said makes sense. Right. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I could connect it after that last <laughs> not part. Snatchy. I'm so. not saying that you're, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so the thing with Mirabelle is like, she has a really amazing gift that she's using the entire time. Right, but saying she doesn't have a gift. Oh, but I she doesn't have off. a door. So yeah. yeah, it's not like in this official like way. Right. Oh, you know how you've always wanted to go to like grad school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you're like, and people have told you not to, not to, because you don't need that. Mm-hmm. It is like that. Um, so Mirabelle's door is her proverbial master's degree, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, you don't need this certification. Mm-hmm. You don't need me to say, hey, you're awesome, or your music's awesome, or this or that a hundred times. Mm-hmm. You think you do. You think you do, but you don't. I don't know that I actually think I do, but yes. <laughs> Well, you used to. Oh, yeah, I used to. I right? don't anymore. Hmm. I mean, I think that's interesting, but I hear what you're saying. There was, I did a test recently. Did you just do what we're talking about in real time? I don't know. I am going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. More. So, <laughs> so you don't have a door, but you're like doing, you're doing it the entire time. Right, right. Like your your door is just yourself. And then at the end, it's like, her door is the house. Right. Yeah. It's like the key to the magic. Mm-hmm. And mm. that's. I agree. You, like, you're the key to the magic. Say it again. With, <laughs> in like, all these other people that you encourage and that you, like, praise all the time and right. stuff. And another big thing with it is the drum roll <laughs> <laughs> community builder. Hey! Ah. You bring people together. And then it was very funny because on our women's coaching call the other day, (laughs) we talked about this idea of like all these groups that you've started. I know. And we were like, that was, that was actually really funny. 
We talked like about all the Facebook, Facebook groups, groups that I started. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a lot that you were just like, these people need to all know each other and connect. Right. Let me start a Facebook group for them. So you got like yeah. 400 um, Maple Valley Black Diamond, and that's the Hobart. area we live. Right. You got like four to 500 women in a Facebook group like in a week. That I don't even do anything in. And I, did, uh, yeah. t- I have two of them. <laughs> right. I have two different groups that I'm like, Someone needs to facilitate this. That lady should know that lady. I'll do it. And then I'm just go do something else after I start uh, it. <laughs> yeah. But I, re- I did a, hold there on. was a business, hold on. There was a business book I was reading and I kind of think it was traction something. Yeah. And they to- had you to do a business, had you to do, oh my gosh, what am I, Seth? They had you to do <laughs> a, like a business uh, personality type test. And there was a, they took the Enneagram and they overlapped it with business and they, the enthusiast was called like it was a word that had to do with like gathering people like the encourager or the it was another one the integrator it was a seven eight wing and they were like if it's and that which is what i am right they're like this person is like an encourager a oh there's another but it's like a community builder and they're like yeah dedicated to like helping people and they're they're sort of that eight what i was just thinking about this um so you're the enthusiast and oftentimes this will be funny. You love to talk about yourself. So you are enthusiastic about, about yourself, me. right? And th- does that make sense? Like sometimes when we're on the show, it's just like, it's like, okay, that's a lot of context or whatnot. And it's just funny. So you're enthusiastic about everybody around you, which is great. And also yourself. But sometimes that comes off as like, well, she's just tooting her own horn. Toot but you're away. not like that though. You don't toot your own horn. You toot, but not your own horn. <laughs> What do you think? Okay, sorry, Reba. I feel like I'm railroading the thing. I think that it's not exactly what Seth is saying because I think (laughs) that's I think that's kind of like uh like you've trained yourself to do that a little bit more Mm -hmm. by like allowing yourself through growth to be able to do that. But I think your default is more of like kind of uh insecure that you don't have that door. Mm. Like Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good way to say it. I give context, like it's interesting. I give context so that uh, on this is the honest truth because you always be like, ah, that's not important. That's not important. And I'm like, no, it's important to the one lady out there who has this same problem and no one ever said it and she needs to hear it. So Uh. I give context, not because I care about if they know my story. Right. It's that what if I said this one word, like I'm going to say this is going to sound weird. Like I have seboric dermatitis, SIBO dermatitis, right? Uh, that sounds gross to talk about, but what if someone out there listening is like, oh my God, she has that. It's so hard to learn about that. And she said it. And now I know she's got it. And now I can follow her for these things. Like, yeah, I know that sounds weird. It's not no, tooting it my sound horn. Weird. It's, it's like, like you're talking, <laughs> right. It is one of those like community vibes I don't so know. you said SIBO dermatitis I know you, you know what my be... nickname was when Cibo? I was like three I don't know why it was SIBO I had like I a shirt with SIBO Micah on. couldn't say Seth wasn't it oh no he called you doe he called me doe yeah which is adorable his little brother <laughs> called him doe uh <laughs> okay back to Reva <laughs> uh well what do you think about that like Reva said some stuff right I agree with what more do you think about it after you, I can't remember what it was because you had been like, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But something that you said, I can't remember what exactly it was, immediately made me realize, oh, I'm Mirabelle. I'm always trying to get the best out of everyone all the time. I'm encouraging that person. No, do that thing. It's okay. Like I think of uh, the, her and the kid under the bed. What was his name? The boy. I don't even remember. Antonio? Emilio. Antonio? Camilio. Not Camilio. No. That's a different one. Anyway, but the little boy who gets the animal thing. He's scared and she's under there and she's like, 
I don't even have a door, but here we go. Let's do this. And like, that's how I think of myself when I do coaching with people. Mm-hmm. And wh- even the premise of this entire show is mm-hmm. like, look, this is, I don't have a door and I can still do this and you can do this. And let me hold your yeah. hand and we'll walk up to the door and a boy will be there and it's all going to be rad. Like, so do people need this door? Ooh, maybe some people do. Does it have to be identified like to have greatness inside you? A Maple Hills Eagle? (laughs) Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like... Do you need to know the pledge? Is that like an external... (laughs) Maple Hills Eagle (laughs) pledge from my elementary school? Is that an external thing that people go, oh, okay, since somebody gave this to me, then I'm official now? No, because it messes everybody up. Yeah, I think it can be problematic. I mean, that's, that's something with like the Christian culture that was kind of problematic for me too is like you have to find your gift or like your purpose, your calling, your calling. Right. And it's like, there's one that is yours and you have to find it. And if you, if you don't find it and if you do something else instead, you totally like, you're not following God anymore. You're like off the path, the one narrow path. You're off it. Right. God is the proverbial abuela. God well, I don't know about that. The, the candle. <laughs> I the think candle. May, maybe like <laughs> the 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 some goofy cultural piece of that is the well, is the proverbial available. What so, or the casita or the casita? Yeah. But that also has family of origin things. It's like, oh, I'm the oldest, you know, of brothers. Never in my parents or grandma's wildest dreams was I going to finish school, not get married, move to Seattle, and be in a band. Are you kidding me? Right. You know, or, or, or like uh, uh, expectations of your mom or dad kind of thing. I think your family's are very different. They're like, yeah, as long as you're happy, who cares what, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But my family's very different from that. Right, which I think is interesting because I feel like our entire marriage, you've been like mad at me that I don't have a door. And, and I, if every time I get out of the boundary of what you expect me to be, you comment on it. And I don't, I don't mean like now as much, but mm-hmm. earlier on in our marriage, where it was like, why are you doing that? It was a lot of this like weird, uh, like chipping away at the Mirabelle-ness of it. Like the just, it's okay. It's okay. I can be this and I can be that and I can do this and I can do that. Right. It was like, I could feel that external pressure of, no, you should be this. Does that make sense? But you got to do something though. You can't just do everything. <laughs> oh, you can do everything. <laughs> uh, I, but I don't know. I have lots of thoughts about it. I think it's really, really interesting because I've never felt the pressure I saw the pressure that people felt in church. Like when I became a Christian at 19 and started going to church and everyone was talking about stuff like that. I got to find my calling or what is it? I don't know what my calling is or I'm just a mom or I can't, whatever. Yeah. And I was over there like, I ain't buying any of this stuff. Like you don't need a calling, but it is a lot of what we talked about. We stayed up till three in the morning or two in the morning the other night. (laughs) I emailed you after at three in the morning. Uh, But we were talking about like how I was raised. Like Mm -hmm. my dad, that sort of like the strongly native question everything influence right. of my dad, uh, I think has set me up to be very strong, uh, self assured in that. Right. Like, I don't care if you think I should have a door. I don't need one vibes. Right. Right. Um, but I think even you grapple with that still, like you need to do something. You can't just do anything. Well, <laughs> part of me is like the more pragmatic thing. Like I think, Sometimes, okay, so this is real time. So all of our team is out here right now, and you guys can get talking about oh, us. anything. Just us. No, it's you it's and Reba true. and Brooke, right? It is true. And you guys get talking about stuff. I'm like, 
It's like I'm the, like, <laughs> no ADD, like, hey, guys, let's go. No. Compared right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> yeah, push. Push the thing. Oh. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Talking about not ADD, but yeah. now it's it's coming around. Uh, Time. We can like, talk like, about anything. Yeah. Like, um, hey, come on. Let's get some focus here. But for you, one, I think one of the most greatest, most stimulating things is talking about Reva's awesome gifts or Brooks or Stevens or, or Jerry's or, yeah. or Jerry's or the kids and we can do this and let's do this idea. I'm like, right. we have to do this right now or else <laughs> all that stuff just burns my brain because this, it feels like just spinning wheels. Right. Right. But when you're not in that mode, you get a lot of shit done. That's great. I get the most shit done. I uh, think I relate to that. Cause I, I had a hard time with that aspect of you for a really long time. <gasps> like real too talk. many ideas. Yeah. Cause I have a hard time like taking compliments and stuff like that's a learned thing that I've had to like learn how to take compliments. That's funny to think. So you've had to but unlearn was... how to not take compliments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that like the whole like Mirabelle aspect of who you are and uh -huh. the enthusiast and stuff. I had to kind of like figure out why you were that way. Okay. And like even watching on Kanto was like a big eye opener and like it, it helped me like sympathize with you being that way uh -huh. and stuff. Because otherwise, I felt like Seth almost all the time. Right. Funny. I was like, you don't need to say all this stuff. Like, let's just get to work. Um, did, <laughs> did you it, ever feel that it was disingenuous? I was, like I just was going to ask you, you that. Nice... Did you ever feel like it was fake? At first, yeah. Like, it, oh, it took weird. a while, especially, like, before you started working together a right, lot. Right. It was like, like, why she I mean, my ass? real talk, it just felt like it was your insecurity. Oh, funny. And I was like. She doesn't need to do this. Like, just stop. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> you don't need to do this, Melanie. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Yesterday at the grocery store, I saw the most beautiful lady. She was like an older lady with her hair in braids, and she had like a, a feather clip. And this. And I literally walked up to her, and I was like, you are so beautiful. I love your coat. I love your hair. And she was like, thanks. Like, you could tell that she had no idea why I would ever do that to her. And I was like, oh, that makes yeah. me feel bad. I just want to tell her she was beautiful. I saw a thing. I think it was this morning. It was a photographer who uh, he had like, or she, oh, I don't know, it was the, like a photographer. But like, before you, you know, sell. they were taking pictures. Yeah. And then the, the, the camera person would go, wow, you're beautiful. Sorry. Wow, you're beautiful. And then it was a side-by-side -side of just like, you know, a face like, you know, regular face. And then after they said you're the beautiful. person was beautiful their whole demeanor, their whole right. energy, their Lights whole up. countenance was just, it was beautiful, right? That makes me think that is my goal for everyone always all the time. Like you, you I want cheer. to, I want to light, no, I want to ignite people. So the inspired, the inspiration, right. the, the, the word inspiration comes from to be inspired in, spirits, in yeah. spirit. And it's like, I know it's in there. That's the way that's, oh, sorry. That's how I feel. Like I can, I can find it. And if I can make you light up, we can make the whole world light up. People get mad at you though sometimes, especially our coaching clients. I can't do nothing. It's about really that. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but now I really respect it. And right. it's like I've tried to do that myself, like right. in my own life too. Like because mm -hmm. I've seen how it impacts other people mm -hmm. and like the effect that it does have on right. other people, like you're talking about, where it inspires and like gives them a spark and like a lightness. Right. And it's like, oh, what if like people actually did do that more often? Right. How would the world change? Mm -hmm. It <laughs> would be a thousand times better. And there's that, that, uh, I don't know. It's not a meme, but it's just a saying like, uh, it, it's th think about a, um, how many candles can you light from one candle? All a, of them. 
a zillion. And does it diminish the one candle's flame? No, it's the same. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people go, oh, well, I can't do this. I can't prop them Mm -hmm. up because then they'll get bigger than me or whatever kind of thing. But that is a poverty mindset. There's like, oh, there's only a set amount of light Mm -hmm. that I have or whatnot. If I give you or you or coaching clients or whoever or this or that, that will diminish mine. But that is not the truth. Well, right. if you continue to think that way, it you will diminish your own. It has yeah. nothing to do oh, with like that's a cool thought. what you're or spreading, not right? Cool, but interesting. Because it's, it's like a poverty you, mindset. You're like shading it. You're like right. hiding your light. So if you're in a poverty well, mindset, you can put your own light out. It's like right. the oil. It's like the house. It's the lamp or the candle. <laughs> oh, it went out. You mean the same analogy we've been using yeah, with the yeah, candle? It's that. <laughs> well, I well, want to say where I I think hmm. when I really tapped into this side of myself and and accepted, not even accepted, decided it was worth investing in and put, cause it is uncomfortable to tell people that what you think about them. I know that sounds weird. I was sitting there looking at you in your, your yoga <laughs> pants. And I was like, God, she's got the best shape of hips. Like I'm always so jealous of Reva's body. And I was like, why don't I just tell her? I'll tell her, you know? And it, so it's weird because it's a practice. Like it's a practice of whatever, but right. I learned it from when I went to the She Is Called conference with Tina Shermer Sellers and Carla and all of them in out Denver. in Denver. Yeah. When I sat in this room of all of these, and it's mostly women, right? There's some men, but like just powerhouse women. And they'll walk right up to you and say, God, I love your hair. I love your personality. I love what you do. I love whatever. And they are no dimmer for having done that. Right. And it's so common in our culture, especially among women, that uh, I'm not going to tell you what's good about you. Uh, We're in what is the word? We're competition. Competition. Yeah. We are not doing this together. And we know that actually from having worked in similar spaces, like we've worked on the same projects as audio engineers and all male dominated fields. You and I were working together and having to even navigate that um, has been a a weird journey. Cause I remember when I didn't know you very well and we were both, I remember this exact, I think you do too. We were both in the studio and Matt was trying to teach us how to do sound design and he was being a total a-hole to me. (laughs) And like, uh, we've had conversations about this. Of like how we, cause we didn't know each other very well. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know how to like talk about it to each other or if we should. Mm. And I don't know. It's, it's an interesting dynamic to think of how a lot of people are afraid to step out and do that and to say, to be on the same team. People right. are afraid yeah. to be on the it's same a, team. It, like I'm still learning that stuff. Like right? I, I've like by default been competitive with women like forever. Like I've, mm-hmm. you I'm still trying to like, <laughs> you know, learn that whole aspect of like yeah you know what you're saying about the candles lighting other candles and like you don't have to like not light someone else's candle Mm -hmm. like it's okay and you can work together and not have to be Mm -hmm. like better than the other person prettier than the other person like have better hips than the other person right Right. (laughs) i'm I'm thinking of the meme and this is towards women it's like um uh it talks about something i know you guys have seen it but like oh uh, this other woman isn't trying to take my crown. She's straightening it up oh, yeah, for yeah, me yeah. kind of thing. You know, that's like people lifting each other up. I and it makes... I constantly put, anytime someone does something good in our group, I do the one of like, what's her name putting her crown on? That's oh, Rihanna. Funny. Yeah, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, right. That's funny. But it's the idea like in our mastermind, badasshusband.com, by the way, looking straight at the camera. <laughs> badasshusband.com, we'll say it again. <laughs> We open every meeting with a win. You tweak each other's crowns. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say something else. Uh, say it. No. Please. We red vine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so we, we open it up with the win. Hey, guys, what's going on? 
share me a win, share me something you're working on, right? And the power of that, which I learned from another mastermind I'm in, is we are all there because we want each other to win. And oftentimes, if you're not in these circles and this isn't normalized to you, Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, what the hell is Seth talking about? He got new clients. Like, oh, he's hot shit. Oh, he's just bragging, right? right? But I want every person in my mastermind and also the one that I'm in, Mm -hmm. I want to hear a win. I want to hear dudes like, Hey, great nights. Had the best sex ever last right. night. Hey, we closed a client last night. I got a promotion last night. You did awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's it's just like it's we're we're it's like that's a candle. Like, hey, I this awesome thing happened to me. My light is burning. I'm gonna share it with you. And if you can receive it, or if you can receive it, that really reflects on a lot on your mindset, mm-hmm. you know, because if your first thought is like, what what the what is he talking about? Right. Why? Oh, okay. Good for him. He got a new client. Mm-hmm. Then you might be in the wrong circle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or you might have to tweak your mindset. Like I want to be happy for you and every dude in my mastermind and anybody. Like Reva says, hey, I got a new client. It's awesome. Great job. That mm-hmm. is so rad, kind of thing. So it's just like that growth mindset and infinite abundance mindsets. Mm-hmm. There's enough to go around for everybody. Right. And yeah. always. Yeah. It makes me think of like recently in our discord, it was a, I can't remember what, what was the sort of catalyst for it, but you what? we have five minutes. Oh, what in our discord, you talked about, uh, it was like you turned a corner. I'd love to know more about it. And you started, you did this whole thing about like, we're kicking ass. We can do better. It's awesome. Let's do this. You remember that? What I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. She's like, she posted in one of our team meetings, our team meetings, like after a team meeting and it was like your energy shifted Yeah, and it was like palpable. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh And it was the coolest thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the goal of like, yes, when I was setting the goals of let's get two new clients. Like, yes. And it was like a shift where all of a sudden it went from, and this is just me speaking as a as a Mirabelle vibes. I'm always trying to pull things out of people to like, I want to see what the like fully inspired Reva looks like. And I saw it and it was the best. <laughs> and I said to Seth, did you see the thing from Reva? And then we talked about it and well, it was it's, so it's great. It's like people living in their zone of genius right. kind of thing. But what you I, know? What, and I'm not saying like, oh yeah, you know, super hyped up Reva is their zone of genius. I'm not saying that, which it might be. I don't mm-hmm. know. I know like it feels good to be around that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also feels good for me to like take part in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> right. What? Well, you guys are very much energy people. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? I don't so mean. that helps. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I just wanted to, I commented on that because I think it's important to, it's a practice. Like it's a practice. It's awkward on all sides, but like to have a goal, a vision of like striving your watch is fast. Oh, that's the countdown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was funny. Um, striving toward that uh, sort of the, I don't know what the word is. There's a word, but it's losing me. Like to me, when I am doing that kind of thing, it almost feels like I have to stay above the wave. It's right. like if, I, if I'm surfing or if I'm like, almost like body surfing because mm-hmm. that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. a little I've never board. really surfed. Yeah. I'm just like, like, woo. <laughs> but it's like staying on top of the wave and not letting myself get like synced under. Right. Right. Cause because that's we like, go to what we know. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you grew yeah. up that way and like, you know, we had this, whatever you want to call it for all of us, like, Oh yeah, I was this certain way and now I'm growth mindset and this, but if I'm not like doing routines or something, like I've noticed you're out here, you're like, you're running, like you're mm-hmm. still in your same running schedule, right? It's because I'm that, chasing her. 
<laughs> Stay in Seattle. No, uh, it's like the routines and the intentionality around it. I was talking about it, I think this morning on AOS mm-hmm. podcast. It's like, yeah, I get a, in, if I don't have these certain parameters kind of thing, right. like boundaries or guidelines, then I default to maybe negativity, pessimism, uh, more self-isolation kind of right. thing. But if I'm doing things that intentionally every day keep me out of that, it's just like I'm, yeah. I'm primed and right. ready to go. Kind and of if thing. you think about like the wave analogy, if you get like down a little bit, you can like pop up. But if you get down too far, right. then that undercurrent can it's just a, take it's you down. dishwasher. Zip. You yeah. hit your head on the rocks. Yeah. Like yeah. it can get nasty. It can get nasty. Stand like, in your bikini. It's like if you haven't run in like you were an avid runner kind of thing. And you're like, all right, I'm taking three months off. Zero running. Right. How hard do you think it's going to be to like, you know, wake up 90 days later and go, all right, I'm doing a 5K. Right. You'll die. Right. Well, okay. So we do have to wrap it up. And I want to wrap it up saying this because... You, this whole thing has brought up a really great point. And we talked about this in our women's group coaching <laughs> and uh, anatomy of us.com. Uh, anatomy, women yeah, thank you. Uh, well, we talked about it in women's group coaching where I wrote my own eulogy, which is a, which is something that is inside of our women's group coaching uh, resources. And in that one of my goals, how do I want people to have felt when they knew me? How do I yeah. want people to remember me for, after I'm gone? And it literally was an energy thing. Of like, I want people to that. I cannot talk with that on. I'm sorry. You I almost want, broke the uh, knob. Shut up. I want people to feel like when I was around them, I brought out the best in them and ah. that they felt the best. Not Melanie did the best or she's so great, but that they felt the best. Like my kids, my mm-hmm. parents, even my sister, my friends, you, even though I just told you to shut up, you <laughs> like all of that stuff I think is amazing. And uh, so you should join women's group coaching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us for this call. Up. And we'll probably <laughs> thank you call for having for me. Podcast. Love yeah. you, Reva. You're the best, most best. Applause for Reva. Applause for Reva. Um, and I want to do more shows like this. But anyway, yes. we really do have to go. We love you guys. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes and do what else? Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the show. Yeah. Also, if you have any questions, email hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Thank you very much. We love you. Peace. Bye.